Hey guys, Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor doing a lunchtime podcast on a Friday afternoon. Three-day weekend coming up, which is very nice and appreciated. I was just listening to Matt Random over there talking about players and GMs and kind of what he does as a GM and what players do or don't do. And I, I know I've covered this before, but I think it's a good topic to recover sometimes or to take the conversation even a little bit further. Now, I'm a player in Matt's game. I've been for, oh, probably over a year now. Could be uh, longer than that. I'm not, I'm not even sure. We, we have... Like most groups, I'm sure, have like kind of stops and starts. So the consistency uh, isn't there for various reasons, just because everybody has such a, you know, hectic schedule and then trying to coordinate schedules, not only work schedules and family schedules, but then putting in the time zone differences too. You know, always adds another, uh, you know, little wrinkle into the consistency factor as a player and I'm going to use Matt's campaign as an example and I might use another one too but for right now I'll use Matt's I have a I'm a, I play a mage we started off in white box and then we shifted over to BX essentials and the mage in most games have the highest experience table or one of the highest to go from level to level and uh, and my guy's probably the I think he's the highest level person in the party it's only fourth level but that's no small feat for a mage <laughs> in any game be one because they need more experience points than anybody else but also because my mage has like six hit points and that's at fourth level so yeah i think he had three hit points and four hit points yeah he, he's not the most sturdiest guy in the block but you know he's still around but i think one of the number one rules of gaming or gaming especially as a player is show up if you can't show up, let the GM know ahead of time. Be courteous like that. It's bullshit when people do that. I mean, I know emergencies come up. It does happen. But if you've got a player that week after week says they're going to show up and then they don't, well, then you need to get a new player. Because why are you going to waste your time on someone who doesn't respect the time, your time? Um, and, I, and I think that's very important. Because uh, Matt will put out... Like, uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, messages saying who's coming. And I always try to respond either way. I try to know a week ahead of time. So when I'm done with, like, say this week's game, I should hopefully be able to tell him if I'll be able to come next week, at the, you know, or not. Uh, sometimes it, it might, I'll have to wait till next week to figure it out. But I'll also let him know that, too, say Hey, man, I, I'm not sure if I'll make it next week, but I should know by Monday if I'll be there on Thursday. You know, just so you're being courteous and keeping him up to date with stuff. The other thing is, um, you know, show up a little bit early, too. 
if you got a game that starts at 6.30, try to show up at 6.15. Uh, because we all know what happens. We all BS a lot. And while that's a fantastic part of the game, I love doing it, but you also want to respect that the GM has planned today, you know, a night of adventuring for you, and that you should keep the BS, you know, to a minimum or, you know, schedule some time after for it or before. Get it out of your system. Get those Monty Python jokes out, or he sh- that's what she said, jokes out of your system before you start playing. Well, no, you're going to do it while you're playing. You know that. I know that. I do it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's important because... If you BS for an hour and you have a three-hour session, now you only have two hours. So if that GM had set up something to last three hours, well, while he can use it next um, session, which he will, it's just kind of courteous to respect that time also. I know when I'm a DM and, you know, the BS session, I'll let the players BS for a little while. But then I'll kind of like, all right, guys, let's get going here now. Da, 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 and we, we take off. The other thing is a player, if your GM hand you know, if your GM is running you through a system, learn the system. The PDFs are usually free for most of them, uh, or spend the money. If you're gonna be a gamer, you might you're gonna have to spend money on books or PDFs. So don't be a one of those guys who never knows what the freaking rules are. Uh, when I'm when I'm in Matt's game, I usually have the books with me. So if if there is any confusion or if Matt has a question about a rule, I have them right there, so I can usually help out with uh, coordinating rules or clarifying rules. Uh, since I'm the only real spellcaster in the group, I always have the the uh, the magic spells out, but I have those already actually written out on my character sheet, so I don't have to look them up. They're right there in full detail but it's good to know the basics of the rules you know if you're playing a fighter it's pretty minimal stuff but you should still know what your thaco is for this game or what your you know least uh if you have any uh bonuses for racial stuff learn those there's not a lot in those games i mean i can't speak for pathfinder or 5th edition all that much. Because I know there's a lot more that goes into those characters. But in, I'm using the BX Essentials game. And the White Box game that we were running. Specifically. And there's so little that you have to keep in your mind. So you need. You know. it's Just learn the, learn, learn the rules. It's, it's not that hard. And you don't even have to learn all the rules. You just need to learn. You know. The rules that are kind of going to be specific for your class. And then a little bit about the rules in general. And usually they're not that long. Another thing you're going to want to do is if your GM gives you handouts, read them. Don't not read them. I I don't know why you wouldn't read them. Here your GM is giving you a glimpse into the world and giving you some information. And when people don't read them. Now, there's times (laughs) I'm guilty of this where I've gotten a handout and I didn't read it. One, either because I forgot it. Two, uh... I printed it out, read half of it, put it away thinking I was going to read it before game night, and then I forgot about it. That one I do a lot. I don't know why I only read half of it when they're not that usually not that long, but I'll sit there, read half of it, and then I'll put it in my character folder, tuck it away, and 
And I'm like, uh, and then, then game night rolls around. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to read the rest of this. But read that. I mean, I, I, I come, you know, Rob Conley jams me quite a bit. And he was the master of handouts back in the 80s and 90s. I am not kidding when, like, uh, Dwayne and I would have binders that were, oh, easily two inches thick. And those were all just handouts that he would give us. And they, they were basically this glossary of what's going on in the world, how it affects. The, while that sounds like it is a lot, because it is a lot, but we're, we're talking about, you know, a couple decades of uh, gaming together too, guys. So it's, I'm not tired. Like he just hands us a binder full. Of, he, he usually handed us a page, a game or every other game. So we'd have a handout every game we'd get. So we'd all read through it. And when he did, we did it like that, and we were very committed to the campaign because it worked to our advantage to know this stuff. We were able to use that information. So when that information is applicable to your play, and this is a tip to the GMs, players are more likely to read it. You know, if I read this handout, it may affect the game I'm about to play, and I may be able to take advantage, or I may be at disadvantage if I don't read this. So, The other thing is come prepared to play. Have your character sheets ready. Have your dice ready, pencils, your maps. Make sure you write down notes. Um... Because like a, like a GM like Matt... And like myself, I wing it, he wings it, and sometimes we don't remember stuff. Like I asked Matt, I can't remember what it was, I asked him if I, how much gold we got the one time because I had written all these numbers down, but I didn't know which one was which. And I couldn't figure out if that was the XP gold pieces I was figuring out or the actual gold pieces I was figuring out, and I got kind of confused. And he didn't know. And uh, so I just said, well, it must be this 100,000 gold piece number I have over here, of course, which it wasn't, but, you know, got to test the GM a little bit. But, yeah, one of the other players took a little bit better notes than I did and had the actual sum of it. So, But uh, at the beginning of play, when you show up for the game, have your character sheet ready, whether it's online or printed out. I keep try to keep mine in folders with the handouts and information that I get sent. That way, I just grab my folder, have everything in front of me, it's all in one place. Have notes from the previous session. If I remember to do notes, sometimes I'm bad at that. Um, and it's good for you to take notes because if you rely on one person to take notes and then that person is unable to show up that week, then you're kind of screwed because then you're all guessing, like, what did that orc say before we kicked his head in? Or what, you know, what was the legend around that ring? And, you know, the guy who's not there knows, but everybody else doesn't. So. But I think these are all good practices to do as a player. I mean, I'm sure there's more. Be courteous to folks, you know, as much as you can. <laughs> and have fun. Make sure you're there to have fun. And, and uh, you know, all this other stuff that should go without saying. Um I'm trying to think of some other quick ones. Uh, ask questions, which is good. You know, I think is a good idea. I mean, if you're not sure about something, ask the GM. 
about it. But remember to respect that and take down the notes. If you ask the question, then write down the notes for it. There's, there's, it doesn't make sense not to. That way you have it, you know, recorded. And then the other, oh, what was it? The other thing I was just thinking of. Um, and I always think it's a good idea at the end of the session to have a bit of a summary. Go over, go over it with your GM. Sometimes as a GM, this is what I do with my players, but if some, I just like doing it with the GM. So I'll try to do maybe a, a quick summary and then kind of give a hint of what the next session I plan to do. Now, a lot of the stuff, like if you're in the middle of adventure, it goes without saying, like if you're climbing up a tower and you're on the third of the fifth floor, it's unlikely that you're gonna crawl back down unless you know, the party's really bashed up, but it, say say you finish that tower adventure in the last session, you might want to talk to the GM and say, hey, this is this is kind of what I'd like to do next. And that way the GM can prepare a little bit about what your next move or step is going to be. Or like maybe get some of that uh, party shopping shit out of the way. I don't mind players going shopping or doing that. I mean, it's it's not that bad, but when it takes up a big chunk of the session, then it gets a little much because you always get those players who are QVC players. Uh, but that's the thing you can kind of do through email, though, too. You, the GM can say, hey, you got like 1,300 silver or, you know, whatever coins. Why don't you go ahead and buy the equipment off of here and then... Then, like, over email, I can ask, you know, because I always bug him about potions because Adius is a big, he likes his potions because that's his quick magic fix. And he can roll up online and just tell me, hey, this is how many potions are there, healing potions. And I can say, hey, I'll take them all and, you know, spend all the money on them and do that. And that way, when it comes time to, when it comes to game time, we can actually game instead of shop. And that's my personal preference. Uh, I don't, you know, if like if I'm running a group and they want to kind of do a session shop, well, that's fine because there's a lot of role playing that could come out of that. But uh, so, but as a player, I know I try to keep my shopping minimized just so everybody, so we can get back into the real action or role playing or whatever. So. But I think that's it. I think that's enough, guys. Um, Friday, I'm looking forward to a long weekend. I've been battling migraines for a couple days, but I think I'm over them now. Or fighting them. Still have a headache today, but it's not a, it's not a one that's making me twitch. Uh, so, all right, guys, have a very good weekend. Roll better than me, and we'll talk to you soon.